Hello, everybody. This is Marshall Poe. I'm the editor of the New Books Network. NBN listeners like to read books and buy them. So we thought we'd tell you that right now, our friends at Princeton University Press are having a remarkable site-wide sale. You can get 50% off books, including ebooks and audiobooks, with the code 50, F-I-F-T-Y, at checkout until May 31. You can save some real money on Princeton University Press books. I encourage you to go there and check it out. Welcome to the final installment of New Books and Poetry's month-long celebration of the chapbook, Chapbook of Palooza. I am your host, Jen Fitzgerald. It has been a real joy to read the short-form work of the talented poets writing today. Creating the lineup was difficult, but I believe we have brought our listeners a well-rounded survey celebrating the diversity of voice present in our literary community. As sorry as I am that Chapbook of Palooza is ending, I couldn't think of a better poet to bring us home than Marissa Crawford. Marissa Crawford is the author of the poetry collection The Haunted House, Switchback 2010, and the chapbooks Eighth Grade Hippie Chic, Immaculate Disciples 2013, and Big Brown Bag, Gazing Green 2015. Her writing has appeared in Bitch, Hyperallergic, The Hairpin, and Elsewhere. Marissa is founding editor of the feminist literary pop culture blog, Weird Sister, and lives in Brooklyn, New York. Welcome, Marissa. Thanks so much for having me, Jen. So to start us off, will you please read the poem beginning with Oops, I Tripped and Fell on page eight? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Oops, I Tripped and Fell out of the third story window of Urban Outfitters. At the time, I was wearing an urban renewal repurposed flannel, which was just a shirt that I actually owned in the 90s. The music that came on sounded like angels singing. I landed on the street across from the goodies holiday display. I held up the shirt to my body in the mirror. I felt righteously disgusted and also disgusting. It's my lunch hour. I stopped breathing. The shirt was so soft, I started crying. The poster says war is over, but it isn't. I have a gift card. My dad bought me it for Christmas. Thank you very much. Um, I really, really enjoyed the poems in this collection. I found myself being able to reread them and re-enter them from um, so many different ways or directions. Can you talk a little bit about how this collection came into being? Yeah, um, well, thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Um, So basically, I, um, you know, I've been working as a corporate retail copywriter for various different like big corporate brands for about eight years. Um, And so, you know, I just work like a nine to five job. And I Um, started writing, I wrote my book when I was in grad school, it was my MFA thesis. Um, And I think that, you know, having like a full time nine to five job was a kind of new experience for me in the past, like, five years or so, Mm -hmm. um, working full time. And so I started writing um, poems, just like, 
on the subway on my way to work and on my lunch break. And while I was sitting at my desk at work, you know, like sending myself emails or writing in Google Docs or sending myself text messages. Um, so there were a lot of poems that I was writing kind of in this different way than I usually wrote in the past. Um, and I think that in part because of that and because of what I was, I started writing about more of kind of like everyday experiences of like having a job and being at work and, you know, taking the train to work and, um, kind of the clash of being someone who has, you know, specific like feminist politics and who has a job working for like a big, uh, corporation. Um, and so I, I just kind of started writing poems about these different ideas as they came to me, um, in all these different kind of, uh, forums. Hmm. So let's hear another poem. And then I, I want to talk a little bit more about, um, this inner monologue that seems to be going on in the pieces is really interesting. Could you read um, the piece that starts with, I thought of something on page 11? Sure. I thought of something, but now I forgot it. How my boss and my sister went to college together. How I met Katie in the year 2000. And since then, we have both moved forward in two straight but totally separate lines that revolve around the sun in orbit. I am sitting at my desk and I'm sitting in outer space. I had this idea, but then it floated into the ether. The only way I could get to work was to turn off my brain and be dumb, dumb, dumb. And then my brain got stuck there. I'm texting in the middle of the street. I'm so dumb. I'm slamming against the hoods of cars. I'm such a dummy. I used to start all my letters with, I'm sorry. I'd seal them in pretty envelopes and draw giant S's on them. Sorry, 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 and bright and shining. I'm standing in the street and all the cars are coming. Oh, well, I tried. At least I tried. That's more than I can say about you. Thank you. Thank you. So what I had noticed about this inner monologue quality was that um, the inner monologue was even in conversation with itself. And I wanted to know if you could tell us a little bit about the speaker of these poems. Um, yeah, that's a really interesting observation. I think there is definitely like an inner monologue um, happening. I think that the speaker of the poem is really... Um, you know, someone who, um, as I was saying, like just kind of um, encapsulates that idea of being just a person that has a, you know, a nine to five job and um, goes through the motions every day of going to work and being at work and maybe doing something that's not that meaningful and having that clash with, you know, their own, either their politics or just kind of, um I think the ideals of what they hope the world to be. I think the poems are the speaker is kind of like uh, just kind of accepting like some sad realities of everyday adult life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So for um, craft wise and drafting, 
Um, what is it like for you when, when you get this idea or something starts to ring true and you want to render it in verse? Um, do you just sit and allow it to go down the page? Are you the type of person that brings it through, you know, 27 drafts? Um, I'm definitely someone that does a lot of drafting. Um, I think that in the past, like with other poems not in this collection that I've done in the past, I was I did a lot of like drafting and crafting and recrafting. And I think I definitely did that with these poems, but I did it um, a little less so. Like I, I, I feel like in the past it would be like something I wrote would turn into something totally different mm-hmm. through the process of, of revising. And these poems, I don't feel like I really did that, but the, I think like sometimes I would just, I often just will would write like a line or two. Um, and then later, um, you know, rework things like write more or more or like incorporate different lines together, kind of like weaving different pieces together um, that seem to have uh, different ideas or content in common to make them into kind of longer, cohesive poems and reworking them in different ways. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, the one of the things that I noticed about your work is um, that uh, I guess the fallacy of of easiness when you read a poem and the poem feels really easy to you as though it um, was, I guess, kind of born that way. It means that the poet busted her ass to get it to be that way. <laughs> um, so for our final piece, could you please read the poem that starts with Don't Go Into J. Crew on page 20? Yeah. <clears throat> Don't Go In J. Crew. It's too depressing. Don't go into goodies either. Look for the hot guys. Look for yourself in the hot guys. In the ice cream truck as it drives by. We used to call the ice cream truck Charlie because that was the ice cream man's name. And also what they called the enemy in Vietnam. When I choked on the cupcake... I whispered, I'm dying. When the plane hit the tower, my dad knew without knowing. When a bomb explodes, it makes a sound. At goodies, all the women say, keep me away from the cupcakes. Keep the cupcakes away from me. I was looking in all the windows. The mannequin looked like you. When you were sleeping, when you were leaving, it looked like me, too. Well, um, I think that, as a parting thought for me at least, that this um, chapbook was a very easy choice for me to make when I was looking through. um, You know, we got many submissions, which I'm very grateful for. This has been a really good month um, for Chapbook of Palooza. And your voice in here um, was, was so unique. And there was so much cultural criticism wrapped up in uh, an easy colloquial that I was just really impressed with from from the onset. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. And I want to thank you for coming on and for sharing your work with us. Of course. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. This has been Jen Fitzgerald with New Books and Poetry, reminding you to support all the arts, but especially poetry. <laughs>